Welcome back to the Danish Twin Focus podcast. Today we're joined by Mr. Rob Lipsy. Okay, Mr. Rob Lipsy, welcome to the Danish Twin Focus podcast. How are you? I am fantastic, Shawnee. Thanks so much for having me on. And today is just a big <laughs> moment, long time coming, because I believe me and you kind of started out in this very shop, you know, together in our own industries, respectively, being in the fitness industry, you in the barber industry, yeah. and it's just crazy to be sitting here with you, so thanks so much. Not at all. It's um, the whole idea behind the podcast uh, is for myself to try and get to know, well, try and get to know new people, people who I met at the start of the Cut and Sew journey, uh, people like yourself that came into the basement, and just interesting characters in Dublin. Um, and you're obviously a name that I had to chat to, I am a major fan. I don't want to fanboy too much. <laughs> I'm a fan of you. I'm yeah. a fanboy you. <laughs> I think it's great. We've humble beginnings. Um, obviously, loads of people would know you. I'm a little bit known around Dublin in the barbering scene. Um, but for anyone that might know or listen to this, uh, would you tell us a little bit about, Rob, where you came from, kind of where you are now, and just your general starting in life in Dublin, Ireland. Let's do it. First of all, you're the king of the barber scene, <laughs> no, right? Thank you. you. You are putting it lightly there. But so me, I came up from about 30 minutes ago. Okay. You know, I just drove, drove, came up from 30 minutes away. You know, I just drove from home there. And so it's funny how, you know, you go far in life, but you always end up coming back. But so I started out, um, you know, I went to school. I was always terrible academically, bottom of the year. Wow. And then I just about made it into college, into DIT. And again, academics were not a strong point for me. I was absolutely terrible. And I ended up failing uh, first year college twice. Yep. So I, they said, you know, do you want to repeat the year? I said, I'm looking like Billy Madison right now. I'm the <laughs> oldest kid in the class. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, Rob, you need to pick something that you're actually going to stick to. Okay. Because right now you're failing at absolutely everything. You're lost in life. You've no direction. And you need to stop following what society wants you to follow. And you need to do what you know you need to do. And for me, that was fitness. And okay. So I was watching all these guys in America, Christian Guzman, Max Tuning, yeah. all those guys making a killing of fitness mainly on YouTube. And I said, there's no one in Ireland. This is kind of like why, why it's like, yeah, you, you know, you- P Pioneers, I would say, pioneers. of our crafts in our country. Exactly. And I said, there's no one in Ireland who is doing fitness vlogs, probably because we're so afraid of what the other, the next person will yeah, say. A million percent. And, and I said, I've got nothing to lose. You know, I've got no job, no connections to get a job, no college degree. I've got nothing but an iPhone and an interest in fitness. So okay. I said, I'm going to pick that up. I'm going to film my first video, just like what these guys do and see where it takes me. And now I think, you know, <laughs> coming up to half a million subscribers later. I'm watching closely. It's nearly yeah, there. It's, yeah. it's, um, my big goal this year, we'll talk about it, is to yeah. get that half a million. But so, you know, fast forward, that was nine years ago. So yeah. fast forward that, you know, here we are. But I, that's a very summarized version. No, There's it, been so many ups and downs. Of course. So like me, of course, being a, a follower, a subscriber, uh, and just an all around. Yeah, I'm in awe of what you do. But I love your very humble beginnings to uh, your approach to where you're at now. And I, I kind of want to know loads about you. So when I envision, if we take the two of us back, I'm 36 now. I think you're 31. Yeah. So I was 26 starting cutting. So it was kind of post Celtic Tiger. 
Uh, I did hairdressing. I was terrible in school academically. I didn't do well. It's, I always want to kind of know about people who I it would regard as successful. When I seen you at the start, I'm trying to think really how do you, what was your first memory of cutting so or coming to the shop? Did I reach out to you or was it just people? Did you know some friends coming to cut and sew to get fades or I can't, it's kind of cloudy for me that memory. I remember you coming in one time, but. Can you shine some light or do you yeah. even remember? No, I do remember. Yeah. So I remember loving the branding. And okay. I, that's that's what got to me. Like I was usually just going to an old man barber. You know, yeah, who didn't were you a really, man of convenience, like wherever's closest? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's very common. So don't exactly. take any of Exactly, I was going to, you know, I won't name, just someone I know where you're going to Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, I saw your branding. I saw the lads who were, you know, uh, working in here. They're yeah. just cool looking dudes. And I said, you know, that's what, that's what attracted me. I'm going to go in here. And my first memory was I did a vlog. I went to like Fly Fit Mackin Street and then I came in here here and i was like watching it the other day and it's so crazy we're we're babies i know it's it's funny so i, I remember seeing you and then I, while you were in the shop and to this day we may as well drop some names we've had some really big uh people in the shop over the years i think i used to do Dermot kennedy's hair for years before he got famous i did uh, a couple of wwe lads and footballers and they'd be in the shop and there just wasn't this space for young men to get a haircut but to make an appointment and for me, I remember when people come in, you're the only celebrity. I hate to use <laughs> oh, that, no but, but, but I mean, this a star, because yeah. anyone we've had in the shop, nobody has ever asked for a photo. And I remember you were actually stopped. I was like, what is happening here? There was people asking you for photos. So from the start of your YouTube channel, would that be your, apart from doing online coaching, what is your very first, I know your story basically from having a side hustle to going into online coaching. Would yes. that be your first step into your own business or to be employing yourself? Absolutely. So my first time I ever made money online was from an ebook for 20 quid, right? That was your very first. That time. was the first trend, the first PayPal transaction that hit. Oh. I was like, we've made it, baby. Tw 20 quid. 20 Love. bucks. I'm quitting my job. <laughs> and so I was you know, working at in like retail, nine to five. There's so many different jobs. Loads of just, Lo yeah, nothing you cared about. Oh man, like I'd be there for three months and get sacked and then go <laughs> elsewhere all over the place. And then on the side, I was always just crazy about fitness. I still am. And so I made a website on, God, I think it was Lips WordPress. Fitness. That's it, still have yeah, it, lipsofitness.com. Yeah, yeah. You've done your research. Of course. <laughs> and so I, I said, I got onto like, uh, I think it was on like Fiverr, you know, I found a web developer in Brazil. I said, can you make me a website that takes payments? And he's like, yeah, sure. Always crashed, like absolutely yeah. so slow. But I wrote um, a ton of like, I wrote basically everything you need to know about getting into the gym with, you know, fitness. There was one for training and one for nutrition. And then, so I put that into kind of a PDF. I got a graphic designer to make it look fancy. I've and then scrolled I through that. it. So what age were you? About 20? I, I would have been 20? like maybe 21. Yeah, okay, about okay. 21. Just for relevance. Yeah. Yes. And so I made that and I put it on my website and then I'm writing loads of Facebook articles. I'm writing, I'm making loads of YouTube videos. And of course it's very small. So I'm like that, that little traffic, when I got that one sale, I was like, boom, bingo. There we go. Isn't it? So for me as well, I remember it, at the very start of cutting so when I went from working in a hairdresser's to going into the basement of the very first space and getting the first euro, the 20, I actually remember that the feeling of making my first, uh, I suppose 20 euro or yeah. whatever the amount is, that to me nearly means more than like 
this this week was our biggest, most successful week in business. No way. But, but the, the, Whoa, you. that is wild. This and it's, week. It's this week, or Christmas week. Yeah. And it's, but the difference is I never forget the money when I stopped working for somebody else. And there was a light bulb moment, which is what I call for me. When I did that, I was like, why the hell am I working for somebody else? And it's not something that is for everybody. So what kind of leads me to the next question is, risk versus reward. I was very uh, secure in my own job in terms of I knew I could cut hair, I could make a good wage, but I would kind of be limited. So did you feel like you had much of a risk factor when you're saying, I'm working these nine to fives, I don't love it, I love fitness. And then what was kind of like the, Becca, I'm going to throw it all into the fitness thing. Was there a bit of a light bulb moment? Oh, or well, was so, there many of them or was there lots of failed moments at the start? So first of all, zero risk. I oh. was like, fuck <laughs> this. I'm, so, I'm going to, you know, I'd just be so miserable if I don't take this leap. So I was yeah. like, I'm not the loser. I absolutely hate this job. And so... I remember the moment. Were you delivering food? No, this was when I no. was working. Oh yeah, kind of. Kind of. I don't want to don't name No, we No, don't it's, throw it's, anyone under actually, the bus. They're actually nice. You know, they're a nice yeah. company and they're doing really well. Um, but so I was it wasn't working for you. In, in an office environment. And, oh yeah. Yeah, and so for weeks, I was building up the courage to walk into my boss's office and be like, look, I'm like 21, 22. I need to just go do my own thing. Yeah. And it took me weeks. Like I'd, I'd get up to do it at the end of work and I'd, bitch out every single time and there was one day like i think he kind of like gave out to me for being late or leaving early or something and then i was like all right look tomorrow i'm i'm gonna do it <laughs> and then i walked into my boss and i said look i'm just gonna go full-time with youtube uh, online coaching fitness and he was super cool about it he was probably gonna fire me anyway okay what a relief Oh, really? It's so sad yeah. to see you go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, get rid of that P45. Oh, stop. <laughs> but so he was super cool about it. And then after that, oh, it was actually the scariest thing ever. So, you know, I've quit the job and then I've got this week and I haven't told my family yet. So, that, so yeah, not- you're not like, oh shit, what's happening? No, you weren't. You're just like, oh, see you later, yeah. job. Yeah. And so like, you know, I had like a, a D, I think I had maybe 20, 30,000 subscribers at this stage. On which, YouTube, on YouTube, which yeah. is huge. Which yeah. is so hard, yeah. you know? So I was like, yeah, I think I got kind of lucky at the start, you know? We were a good time and though, but no, we were- Oh, great yeah. time. But so I had like this week and all of a sudden for the first time in so long, I've got a free week and I'm like, okay, okay I've been putting 20% into this. Now let's see what happens when I put hundred percent in. And so that week, you know, I'm making like seven, eight, nine videos what? and things just, you'll start. Were you doing blowing. merch then as well? Like the LF? I was. Because I bought a stringer. <laughs> I remember being like, I want to get into the yes. gym. <laughs> and you're very, so I think you're very transparent. You're very, uh, what you see is what you get. And I love that about you because I think people that when they see you on a platform, whether it be TikTok, Instagram, YouTube or whatever, uh, and I know you from Dublin, I've actually seen you uh, get people come up to me like, hey, Rob, what's up? What's the story? Uh, can I get a photo with you? And we just spoke about it briefly, which we shouldn't have. And um, what does that feel like to be kind of put into, you're putting yourself into the public figure or out to the, to the public. Uh, there's obviously good and bad, but would it be more positive than negative, I would imagine? Or is there some 
kind of shitty moments as well when people can like be bullying you or kind of say something in a night out and how do you deal with that side of things so i'm very lucky about the audience i built and how positive i am okay yeah. so think about it right look at my demographic 90 percent male all guys in their 20s and 30s yeah. who are into fitness they're into entrepreneurship yeah. they're into positive thinking they're the nicest followers audience you okay. can get so there's no think, karens really there, there is, there's no yeah. karens there's zero karens there's hardly any chicks <laughs> so yeah, it's just a whole bunch there's of no dudes. chicks coming. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm like started lifting get girls, just a bunch of dudes. <laughs> <laughs> and so when you build your channel or your audience around gossip and drama, you're okay. gonna lay down with the dogs. You wake up with the fleas, right? You're They're gonna capture that one, yeah. Exactly. So you're gonna be, uh, you know, you're gonna get online hate. They're gonna turn on you like yeah. that. But I've built my audience around, you know, such great self-improvement more or less so i get very little hate the only thing i get which i'm so grateful for is actually constructive cr criticism, criticism yeah. when people like actually leave a, a nice comment like hey you should do this you should do that and you can tell by the language like they ain't hating on me you yeah know, someone, yeah no of course if someone does become like a wanker dickhead i'm like this is like a bot this is ai this isn't even real you're not yeah. a real person you're not saying anything yeah so all of the interactions I have online are very positive. And then in person, you never meet a hater in real life. Yeah. Even know, better, yeah. even better. I know. So for us, uh, my role has changed massively in cutting. So it's like, if I was to stay cutting hair 15 fades a day, five days a week, I'd burn out. It's like, I'm a professional athlete in my career <laughs> yes. like you know basically yeah, yeah i'm a barber i've won awards there's trophies in the yeah. shop and it's i get would i would get burned out and it's very i know my power uh is a lot of my personality am i the best barber no but i do my best so for me what drives me is pretty much when i cut somebody's hair i get to make them look better and more importantly, they feel better. And it's a space that I think I would give anyone the Pepsi challenge with myself. If they come in and get a cut with me or someone in cutting salt, it'd be very hard to get a better one or anything like that. So what does your typical um, day, not day today, your lifestyle seems to be all over the place. I'm jetting around, uh, you know, I don't really know much of what your day today is. Can you kind of maybe break down an average week where you're not? Yes like doing competing at the highest level or private jets all yeah. over the world because <laughs> people want to see obviously we see the highlight reels but i'd love to see the honest rob where it's like you know what man i wake up i do this i'm you know very disciplined in areas an average week how would you say it is and what's your ideal week as well absolutely so average day <laughs> and you know when i'm not just i'm at home in the villa is i wake up usually around 6 a.m naturally i don't set yeah. an alarm it's just what time like i typically wake up at and then so for the first three to four hours of the day, I'll just, so I'll wake up, my morning routine, right? All these people, these gurus, they're doing half an hour morning <laughs> routines. It's bullshit, it's, okay. it's complete bullshit, okay? The, the best morning routine is the one that allows you to get to work as soon as possible. So okay. I will wake up, I'll just chug a load of water, I will caffeinate myself to enough to kill a horse. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> to the absolute max, you know, I'll take whatever vitamins, minerals I, I need to take, uh, you know, maybe another coffee and, I won't eat usually for the first few hours just okay. because for mainly mental clarity. 
You know, wow. so, uh, and then I get straight to my So you're desk. not actually fasting, like, per se. You're not, like, actively trying to wait till a certain time. You're just, for mental clarity, you want to be... Yeah, exactly. Not, so I'm yeah, okay. not, like, you know, oh, I have to wait till 1 p.m. But, so usually for the first couple of hours of my day, I'm hydrated, I'm caffeinated, and I'm doing the most important shit in the day. I usually need- something creative. So, okay. for example, you know, if I need to record a video, if I need to draft up an email that needs a very calculated response, if I need to do some editing, I delegate for the day. The I hardest get all task my replies. First, usually, is that what I eat? The frog first. Okay. Eat the frog first. If you <laughs> eat a frog, you just do it at the start of the day because oh, it's miserable. Yeah. God, there's some great ones in here. Yeah. And but, so basically, yeah. so that's the first three, four hours I get the main shit done. Then I'll go to the gym and I'll usually work out for one hour. And then about 30 to 45 minutes after that, I'll record gym content. So, uh, oh, also when you're, rec- <laughs> so what we see on YouTube, it's, it's like, you're like, you've already done the no, hour long. Really done it. That's why people are like, don't believe everything yeah, you see. There you go. There, then, okay. Yeah. So sometimes I like, totally believe it's like, how is this guy doing this? Yeah. Like, so it's, if I get a videographer that day, then I'll just record the real workout. But sometimes or oftentimes I think it can really distract you trying to set up for the perfect angle and you wouldn't always draft in a videographer so it's like a lot of it is is actually a credit to yourself yeah you do a lot like that's what it started in the car or before you had the camera I'm like, oh, what camera is it you're like it's an sl d35 the, like and i said like, what microphone i used to be wrecking your oh, head no, no, no. we've all been there it's such a complicated world cameras and everything of course you know, yeah. but with you so then if you didn't draft it in okay you edit it so that brings us up to kind of we all love food on your channel or i do anyway I'm yeah just that's the most a popular big follower. most popular videos so what you eat and watch i'm like okay what's he and how's he in this amazing peak performance shape and stuff so then you have food yes is that that must be is it do you look at it like fuel or do you kind of reward yourself because Unfortunately, I'm a little bit over my ideal weight, but I actually get enjoyment out of food. <laughs> but the wrong stuff, as you can tell, I'm not shredded yet. But how do you look at food? Is it purely fuel? Because it must be scientifically, or you get a little bit of enjoyment. That's You're not a, like that's a great question. And so, really, you want to strike a balance between both. Okay, you okay. want to get something that is nutrient dense. It hits your macros, but if you're not making food that tastes good, you're going to say fuck this. this. You need to eat something you love every single, single day. day. And yeah. nowadays, and nowadays, with like you know the the amount of recipes you see on like Instagram, it's and overwhelming. It is overwhelming. And it's all trying to be like make bad stuff but the healthy way yeah but you know to, but that could, to be that could fair work, yeah. like nowadays there's nothing you can't make that isn't like thousands of calories like you can make a pizza for 600 calories you can make yeah. a burger for 600 calories you can make nachos like there's nothing you really can't fit into your diet if you're really crazy you really it. want oh but yeah you, you just do have to be a little bit creative and you do have to take time to learn a few recipes so you know food is fuel of course you need to be eating the right amounts for your goals but it's got to taste good and that's why an overlooked thing okay we all we all learn about our form in the gym you know yeah. we, we learn about the right exercise to do you need to learn how to be a good chef i'm telling you everyone in the fitness industry knows how to cook and it's actually right it's yeah. a basic like it's a basic life skill but the amount of people you'd be shocked get it can't wrong. cook for shit yeah I, I like four boiled eggs today two slices of brown toast tracked it in my fitness pal Obviously came, had a coffee, and then I ate like two bits out of a selection box. I'm like, God damn, these <laughs> abs, these abs aren't going to make it themselves. Yeah. But you forget. And then I was like, oh my God, I didn't scan the, the barcode and I uh, didn't scan it to get whatever, to find out what nutrients are in. So fitness for me before we, well, actually continue on your day. So post gym, you have food. It's something you do probably look forward to because you're like, oh, I'm starving you, at this you're, stage. Yeah, are you? yeah, you're yeah. like, right. I've worked hard, but that's one of my questions. Do you really see it? It is fuel, but there must be, you just, I feel like you're a foodie. Yeah. You and Linda, I'm just like, what are they eating? 
screen grab. I'm like, okay, there's a train of sushi. Yeah. Look at this bad boy steak before coming to Ireland. I was like, okay, just steak and eggs. Was it an avocado maybe? You're like, and it's, it is doable if you can do it. Yes. So after you're fed, okay, you're day then. You're already up since say six. Yeah. You've had, this could be two it's o'clock. It's two o'clock, yeah. Do you have meetings or on generally what's, yeah. you know, when do you wind down or do you? So <laughs> the next three to four hours, it's going to be shit that I find easy. You know, if someone okay. wants to jump on a Zoom call, you know, whatever, just get all that stuff done. I need to go run some errands. It's kind of the second work block of the day and it's kind of just mindless mundane shit. Would you be quite visual or no? Are you more like, I'm very visual. What I do, I need to write it down. Like journaling has changed my life. Not like dear diary, I am a good human. It's just like, <laughs> here's X, Y, and Z. Here's, this shit is what I need to do. I need to have a conversation with this guy. I need to visit this store. I need to drop that off. I need to record a podcast or whatever. So would you be quite visual? Are you kind of like, I, I imagine you'd have this in the, in the office in Villa Lips and just like a year planner with every day, color coded this. Are you, is, it not, is that not what it is? That thing right there. I saw you with the notebook and I was like, my man. That okay. was it. No, I'm, if I think if you write something down in your phone, your phone is the oh, what distracts you, okay? I hate like, the phone for that. I don't do notes. I do notes, but they never get done as quick as the journal. No. So if it's journal, first of all, it's physical. You're writing it down. And yep. do you know what's actually disgraceful in today's day and age? Go ask someone, when's the last time you wrote a sentence? It's People crazy. don't write anymore. People yeah. don't write. So I make it you know, my duty to write as much as possible. So I'm a to-do list guy just like that. I'll write down in bullet points you know, what I need to get done that day. What? Oh my God, this quote. It's so mad this has come full circle. I used to write down something you used to say, and I think you know what it is. It's like when you write, when you take, when you write down something, it needs a plan and it becomes, what's the quote? There's a quote you have. Do you know what I'm talking about? It, it becomes real, becomes physical, and you when put it out in the world. Be, yeah. So is that what it was? There a bit of a more of a serious quote where yeah. it's like, when a plan becomes into the physical, then that becomes a reality, and that's how it happens. Do you know which one I'm trying to get at? I, I, I can't get the exact quote, but that's, that's but it. But it's like you know? if you take it from here, oh yeah, so for something. You're speaking into it, but you're actually physically putting it in because you're taking it from here yeah. to the notepad. That's exactly it. I'll get it. It's like mapped out how you do it. I Everything I've written down in journals from the layout of this shop or any of the cut and sews, I sketch it out and it's it's actually taken it from my vision to this, to the physical world. And then it just actually has to happen. And I do a lot of self work. I'm reading at the minute. And the whole idea of this podcast is for me to try and meet people who influence me and to influence my life. And I think I have a natural ability to connect with people. Um, and from my own humble beginnings, uh, when I started cutting, so I remember kind of thinking like, why did I do this? So what, why do why, you, why did, why did I just, I was like, I didn't want to work. I didn't really enjoy people telling me what to do. I had really good bosses, but I had also shitty people. And when I made that first 20 quid, that ignited something in me that just has never gone away really. Um, and I want to talk, if you don't mind, about a business side of things, because that comes into it. People don't see how much you have to like pay your VAT, pay your accountant, have all your receipts in order. Like that's a job in itself. So do you have a team like you know, Rob Lipsit? Is it like you and Miss Lipsit, a future <laughs> Miss Lipsit? Or like, what's your team like? Or who's the people around you? Because it's from what we see, I feel like this guy has a few, a very small circle, if, if any. I know you have 
lots of friends and followers but what's your kind of circle like or your you know your closest for sure so from, well so to fin- finish off the day in the, the life day thing. in the life so yeah. after, after we can edit the this three out. or four hours you yeah, know I, 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 do, I do the shitty work block too and then yeah. I, I have dinner and I clock off for the day all notifications on my phone shut off what? and I, I relax in the evening and that's you not Netflix and chill like the I rest Netflix of us Netflix and chill that's okay. it I maybe then, have a dip in the pool oh yeah, yeah no, I do of course yeah, like, that's yeah, it. all this hard work life could be worse gotta enjoy the pool but so that's my day but then so on to putting systems in place yeah okay so 2014 i began and for four years it was pretty much just me you know a one-man army and then in 2018 i said i'm gonna need i'm, I'm getting super stressed i'm yeah. getting overwhelmed and if i want to take things to the next level scale as you know the, the finance bros say if i want to take things to the next level i'm gonna have to outsource and get a team in place so yeah. the first hire or the first, you know, person I brought on board, you just did a podcast with him, was the Ben Keeley. Was Ben Keeley. And oh, so yeah, as, as, as um, I think, <laughs> like in today's day and age, I think a videographer is... It's the first person you need on board. You know what? It's That's more important than a PA, you know? Yeah, I thought that, and it's like, shout out to the lads, of course, Sam, but like content for us, we when we were growing, it was so organic, couldn't so... We were the largest grown, and it was only a couple of thousand, but we used to hit, I remember the blocks used to go up 500, 1,000, 1,500, 5,000 followers. We had a we have a YouTube channel and it's kind of at four thousand, which I think is actually that's huge. huge. That's people, massive. People start now. No, and that's get huge, Shawnee. Honestly, that's massive. But we, I didn't continue that and stay consistent with that. But with Instagram, where we kind of plateaued, so to speak. But now I was like, we actually, if we don't continue to evolve, change the logo, the aesthetics of the shop. Like I'm not going to wear or have the same hair because I did ten years ago. Styles change. <laughs> I the same. do. Oh, do oh. well, maybe the cla- that's because we started ten years yeah. ago. I'm not really selling cut so hair, but but I'm not going to be rocking the old hair because I used to have like the the spice or like yeah. mullet and whatever Fringe. and the crop and all. Um, but for me, we've changed and evolved, and we're cutting so. I think that's so important. But like you are your brand, so does that come with a bit of pressure as well or expectations or how do you, is there a work-life balance or is that kind of a myth for someone in your busy, busy life? You know what I mean? So I actually, when I put these systems in place, you know, I was super, there was no work-life balance before that. Okay. And I was like, I, I need to do something you or else like I might as well just be back working that nine to five that I hated. So the first person I hired was a videographer. And then I put together, so coaching is still my main source of income and it was what? at the time. And so I hired a team in New Zealand to develop me an app. And you know, I still have the same team to this day. And so that was in 2018 and that automated everything. You know, it's wow. obviously got, it's made improvements every single year, but even at the time I was kind of, Again, a bit of a pioneer in the fitness yeah. app game. I was one of the first people to do it. It was called Lips at Fitness at the time. Now it's called Game Plan. A little bit slicker, nice username. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But that was a, a real big moment um, in me automating things and getting a lot of my life back. So working, there, you know, working smarter. Yeah, working hard. Yeah, working smarter. Exactly. So you know that came with graphic designer, an app developer, um, marketing team. You know, just wow. just everything you can really think of. And so you know, nowadays I got like four editors, uh, videographers that I can kind of pick and choose from whenever I need it. I got the huge app. So there's team. people on the payroll. There's you people know? on the payroll, yeah. and, and that's, that's going to freak yeah, me out. Yeah. yeah, but people should see that because I'm like. To grow this, there's obviously a lot of workers into it. And I see a lot of people throwing around 
uh, there's a TikTok guy I follow, Damien Broderick, lovely oh, guy. Yeah, and he's I like, like, and then, like he's just, you know, people yeah. think it's just a click and let's get dressed. Oh. And I'm like, man, like he's actually, he's come in as a customer of Cut and Sew. He supports a lot of local businesses, but he's like, people don't realize the work that goes into him. And he's a team now. I bumped into him at a charity event. Uh, I was there supporting my girlfriend or my fiance now. And I was like, wow, this is a man, lovely guy. And I was like, hey, man, he gets, he's I hit a million like Instagram and TikTok. Bro. Like he grew in like a year. Yeah, reels he's are like, crazy. Reels are yeah, crazy. Yeah. And he was saying, you need a team. And it's like, it's like me. I like to surround myself with better people or the best people I can. If you want to be a millionaire, hang around with millionaires, etc. And um, so with your team and circle, are you sacred to it? Does, do a lot of people trying to come into your life? And then you're like, Oh man, I can't, I'm just too busy. Like, I'm sorry if it's Christian Guzman or, you know, whoever it is, uh, how do you allow yourself, like, your, what would it be your moral judgment to let people into your life? Are you very select with, like, yeah, usually they pretty much have to be a mutual friend. Yeah. And, you know, it has to be uh, made a connection from somebody else. So, okay. so, someone that can vouch for them really is this person legit? Because mm. nowadays there's just so many fakers out yeah. there renting cars, you know, renting villas on, on fake private jets saying, like, hey, I'll make you. You, I'll add 10k monthly recurring revenue to your business and it's like no you won't why yeah. why wouldn't you do it yourself then you know yeah. it's like there's a lot of bullshitters out there so you know when I'm start working with somebody new it's always true a mutual friend so with me I have two business partners the first one uh, I met when I was doing a graffiti commission that I used to paint graffiti murals as my hobby I used to be a bit of a, a tagger is what we call it but I'm gonna say that because none of the graffiti <laughs> lads are gonna be listening to this. yeah I was a vandal right <laughs> And I had a business partner and he built the first shop, was a carpenter, high end, couldn't believe how quick we grew from one chair to six. It was like never been done in this world, credit to myself, but a lot of it was right place, right time, the aesthetic, the branding. Second business partner was a client of mine, Harry McCreary, legend, we're friends since went the Went for dinner, went to Nobu with Harry about, about a few weeks ago. I see yeah, it, we're yeah, chatting, before, chatting good things about you. I know, he was telling me we might try and get Rob Lipson on the team. But man, it couldn't sell more bad. There we go. Well, I, I told the plant the seed and he said, he goes, oh man, this is going to turn into a business meeting. But Harry's a great partner and a friend. And I'm like, uh, why would you not do business? Because my circle is so small and it's it's a relationship of inconvenience in a way because if you start something, you don't want it to ever finish, but you have to have a chat in case it goes differently or differences change. Uh, and so for me, my circle, I'm very lucky that I can make money with friends but I love it that I can be friendly as well. I'm not this ruthless mogul. Like people think I'm like mad rich and all. Yeah. I'm, I'm wealthy in <laughs> wealth. Like this mogul. Look at him. Mogul. Like no one even asked me for a selfie ever. Maybe yeah, for I'm sure. dying for, I'd be like paid people to yeah. ask me for selfies. Paid actors, everyone yeah. on the street. <laughs> but for me, my circle is so, it's so sacred. And something I kind of wanted to chat to you about was, um, well, you're now 31, but you just got engaged. And I, if you want, if you want to keep it personal, I know it's very, it's public. No, it's no, man. I, I love talking about this. And so I, a quick one. When yeah. I first started, um, you know, on YouTube and social media, it was strictly just informative videos. And if you want to build a personal brand, I can talk about calories and no, macros no. all day. Lifestyle. People want to know no. your lifestyle of how they want to know what you're up to. Yeah. Or else you're just like any other personal trainer, Joe Blogs down the street. <laughs> so I'm, yeah. yeah. I, Exactly. I'm we like, everyone's got big biceps now. It doesn't put it. So <laughs> okay. they want to know what you're like and what you're up to. So please ask away. 
Yeah, so like for me, what I see, of course, I am a follower and a subscriber. And I literally see every video you put up. My ritual is after I've gone to the gym, I'm eating eggs, four eggs, two slices of brown toast and a black coffee. I, I love the ritual of sitting down watching a video of yours. I'm the it's exact inf- same with other inf- people. It's informative. Uh, I like to see somebody do well. I'm very positive. I just think you give out great information. But that is it. And a thing that a lot of people don't know is you set up your, what was your first, people might know, what was your first business? I, I think it was getting in with Raw after your own ebook, online coach and stuff. Yes. What was your first collab or like many collabs that you've done? Can you remember them? Or can you, you tell you've us? You've done your research. So okay. it was at Raw Gems Academy. And I remember how excited you were. Yeah, we bet. And so that was wildly successful. That was like, probably one of the biggest like cash injections wow. I've had in, in my life. And so the the thing is though, with it, it was like physical, I had to be there. Yeah. So, you know, I'm definitely an online guy. I love having my freedom. I love being able to travel, but it was a great project for the year or two years that we did it. And yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in raw gyms every day this week. I see. Me yeah. and, and the owner, John, are still super close. So that business, people are like, if sometimes they think if you stop something, they're like, oh, something happened there yeah, or something it, bad. Not at all. We, you know, we did really well. We coached loads of people to become trainers, which for me was the best feeling ever because I'm like, I'm so, the trainer who's training people. Yeah. I am the one who knocks. Okay. You know? yeah. So that yeah. was an awesome <laughs> feeling. And so at the moment, I'm actually putting together a resource for people online who want to kind of grow in the fitness industry. So you, you're more, you're very comfortable doing this. I remember you did your own expo in the RDS. Yeah, yeah. I remember seeing, I was like, what the hell? Like, how old, like you're th- 31 now. So what were we doing? Oh, I was like, like, you know, 27. And how well did it, like, no, I don't need to know, like revenue, oh, we but can like do tickets. Figures, yeah. No, no, I mean like attendance. Eight, 800. It was crazy. And, and like, the tickets what? are like 50 euro. And then there was like 10 brands sponsoring it. And it was a grand to sponsor it. You know, flew in Christian, Max, everyone. Yeah. Uh, that was, it that was, was I'm actually going to, I'm comfortable saying this. That was one of the best days of my life. I know, I see that and I'm doing my own barber ex. I feel like I'm, I'm not late to the party. I just love seeing people win. And I feel it only right because my self-confidence in business, there's so much hate in the barber world. They, they hate, oh man, it's like it's handbag stuff. When people are like slandering you online, people would book in <laughs> fake haircut appointments with me. They just, I like- No, yeah. that's not on. And they put in like, uh, fuck you, Sean, at gmail.com. Like really like letting you're you know. Joking, I'm you not even kidding you. But I know it's because I'm not like if you're at the top of the mountain, you're not looking down on anybody else. You can't see anybody else. And I think of myself to be the top tier, not in a cocky way, in a very confident way, through the hard work and sacrifice I make. Um, but with that, yeah, so you did a couple of side hustles. I remember you did collabs with links and I, you've done some huge ones and now on to fuel cakes. Yes. So what gets you excited now with business? And like, it's very important to me. I, I want to know like, okay, this is something I would say yes to if it makes sense. What is, is it more than money? Like what really makes you kind of want to work with a brand? You know what I mean? We could, I'd love, what's the dream brand to also collaborate with? Yeah, so I've been um, very much married to Ghost and Alpha yeah. for a long time. And, and they treat me Royalty. crazy well, like, like, I can't go into those no. numbers, you know, because there's, there's other other athletes and ambassadors as well. But they they treat me extremely well. Um, I'm on I'm, I'm best friends, you know, with the owners, and so I've gotten to the point where I don't have to like do these one-off brand deals about with companies I don't care for. You're I don't loyal. even do like I'm not an influencer. I don't yeah, do these no. one-off brand deals. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like the same way. Like 
you know, who's, who's an, an athlete you follow, like who just fall Anthony Joshua's with Under Armour. Yeah. You know, I'm with Alfred. It's not a, it's not an influencer thing. It's no. like a, a contract. So I'm very lucky that I have those two brands that I work extremely well with since Alfred since 2017, Ghost 2018. So that's them. So I said, you know, I you, still- They started with you, or yeah. you kind of started or supported you from that the start exactly well not the start of your journey but yeah. from the you know from the, the you know, they put a bet on state. me early on you know they, yeah. they said i like this lips it's stock hopefully it goes up you know okay and, and it's uh, yeah i it think has. it is yeah. yeah no i'm one of their uh, you know, top earners in terms of you know their athletes their ambassadors so i'm delighted for that and then so i said you know obviously alpha lead is clothing and then uh, ghost is supplements. supplements so i said what can i want to make a physical product I want something that I can hold my hand. I've, I'm doing all this online digital products and events. I go, what's the next realm? Yeah. I go, I want to hold something. I go, you know, what's something that you do? What's your first ever viral video on YouTube? How to make protein pancakes. And then I go, Cute. so I can't make supplements. I go, I'm going to make a food. Okay. okay. And then, so Christian made 3D energy drinks because he drank a white monster every day. Max Tuning made sour strips because he drank or he ate Eight. sour patch every day. And I go, what's something that I make you know, every day with like 20 ingredients all over the table? I'm going to, I'm going to make a pancake mix because it's not going to ruin my contract with Ghost. It yeah. hasn't been done before. And it's in its own. It's funky. It's cool. It's in its own bracket. And then I literally, we just sold out, out of stock pretty much completely last I think like last couple of days. What? A so fuel really, case. Really fuel happy. case. Yeah, yeah, fuel case. Yeah. And so really happy. And it's just like a cool product. And I think it's quite original because everyone in the fitness industry, the first thing you do is, oh, I'll start making supplements. You know, really? so I said, yeah. I'm going to make something a little bit different. So that's my most recent venture. Wow. And that's very much a passion project. My biggest earners and most profitable always going to be digital products. Okay. You know, that's really? how it is. And you're pretty good with e-commerce and you're comfortable with the team behind and stuff that it's like, like how many, how much, I suppose, how involved are you? Because I know from clients of mine who have multi, like 10, 15, um, 10, 15 businesses or whatever. I'm like, what, what's your biggest earner? What do you spend the most time on? And sometimes it's about literally, it could just be working super, super, like what's the word look for? Like zoned in on one Zoom a week or one meeting a week and stuff like that. So do you have to do that a contract where you have, you don't really have an admin day from the sounds. Like every day could be different. Every morning. Is that what I'm kind so, of... So funny yeah, enough, like, I'm, I'm in a kind of, kind of unprofessional. I hate emails. I'm always what? just like, everyone, I'm like, what's at me? I'm just like, just what's at me? And so I'm Vo- sending voice, voice notes or text. I hate receiving okay. voice notes, but I like giving them. Okay. So, you know, there we go. I hate, I hate it. But so I'm... Oh yeah, I'm the same. I hate voice notes, but I like saying... Yeah. I, yeah, I listen That must be t- pretty common. Yeah, pretty, it is. I'm like, it's like a go. podcast. Well, no, just say oh, if someone sends me a treatment of voice note, I'm like, I'm listening to that next week. Okay, so text Rob is based. Text me if you want to get on to me. But yeah, so WhatsApp is just the main way I communicate with you know the app team, editors, videographers, and you know I have a sales team as well, closers, appointment setters. You know, there, there's a lot. Whoa. Okay. I thought yeah. So I thought I was busy, and I don't want to be a busy fool. 2024. I pretty much um I want to. Well, what I've seen a lot of influence from you for me. Well, in my life, I just see how uh, how great a partner you are to Linda, and to each other. I hope, and I seen you got engaged. Because uh, I, I actually am interested. I just got engaged a few months ago, but it's not about me. I'd love to kind of. Could you give us a little story of like, do you know what? This is how I got the ring. I knew I was going to do it. And this is how it feels because a lot of people are interested. You're younger than me. I find it. I think it's admirable 
that you're so confident in this uh, amazing human that you're like, I want to spend my life with you. So how could you like kind of put that into like your romantic version of that? For sure. So, you know, we've been together for five years, which is is quite a long time. Yeah, that's, a, that's half a milestone. decade. And so I want to, I would love to be a family man. I want some Rob Lipsa Juniors. Oh yeah. You know, and so yeah, your old actual hey, army. Exactly. The old yeah. LF army. The, LF real, army. <laughs> the real LF army. And yeah. so I want to do that young. I want to be like a young Jack dad. Okay. I know that sounds funny, but I'm actually no. serious. Like how impressive is it when you see like this dad who's like, who's in, in like really good shape. shape and he's got like a, a son. You know, if I have a daughter, I'll accept of that. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we want a boy yeah, over we here. we want a boy. <laughs> but like, so I really want to start a family and start a family young. That's beautiful. And so I said, you know, five years, I think this is safe bet. And so I got the ring in bespoke diamonds, uh, you know, down by I think. Oh yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, I was on to them. I went somewhere in Powers Court, Cullen. I can't even think of it. But yeah, whatever. There, there's but loads. They're anyways. amazing. I seen the, yeah. Yeah, so got a nice, got a nice big the rock. The process. Yeah. yeah. And Were so, you told what rock to get? Oh, Are you yeah. shown? Because you know, that's a, she showed me about a story. year ago. Okay. Yeah, the exact thing she to get. She planted the seed. Yeah, exactly. The exact thing. So, okay. you know, I knew exactly You didn't mess get. up. Even the ring size and everything. I was oh, like, really? Yeah. I was like, surprise. <laughs> so, <laughs> it doesn't fit. <laughs> so she was like, this is like ordering something online. You know, <laughs> you get it. But one thing she was, um, she didn't know when I was going to propose. Of course. And so we went to Positano and then Capri. And I was meant to do it on like the first night in Positano. And, just, and I just kept kind of bottling it. Yeah. You know, and then, and then, so we did three days in Positano and four in Capri. I said, you know what, Capri is like, you know, the big part of the trip. So I'm going to wait till the first night there. And then, so I prop up the tripod. I say, hey, let's take a That's photo. That's kind of normal. That's normal. Yeah, great. She's That's you have an out. She's used to seeing the tripod yeah. constantly. So I said, you know, let's take a little timer picture. And then I said, oh, here, I know something that'll make this photo even better. And, and you, is this on camera this for you? Like, it's camera. recorded. Yeah, it's recorded. Okay. So we have the uncut clip. Can't wait to see that one YouTube is going to go crazy. Exactly, on that exactly. Yeah. And then, so she thought I was going to bring out like an Aperol spritz or something. And then I went in, got the ring and like, like a big synth got down on one knee. <laughs> I, think, I think it's beautiful yeah, and to see. And, it, and a great to see like enough people don't speak about how they want other people to do well. I sincerely mean that if I see, I want every, even the people who would hate on me, I'm like, man, you're just slowing your own happiness down and you're carrying that weight. I do therapy now. What? Uh, no way. I do. I've done therapy for the last two years. I kind of was a party animal DJ, yeah. as you might know. And we won't speak too much about that, but I am nearly drug free. Uh, I'm coming up to a year very soon. Now, I wasn't like, a, I thought I was, I had a problem with drugs, very party drugs, but it was more socialized. And I just went DJ and work goes hand in hand with that. And oh, it kills man. your fitness. I, w- I wouldn't be able to do it, you know. It's like- core. And I know myself trying to get into into shape and fitness. And I'm like, if I go out party and I'm up dancing till four, five, six in the morning, you are not right till Wednesday. Oh my, no. So, so you know, honestly. It's, it's a no-go really, I'm sure in your yeah, world. Yeah, when, when you think about it, right? So let's say you go out on Saturday, you come in on Sunday. Couple of beers, you're you like. You come in on Sunday, the hangover hits on Monday. And then like you said, not right till Wednesday. Not, you know? yeah. And so with me, you know, I, hey, I love a party. You know, everyone yeah. knows that I love going out, but yeah. I, I would would you be? Would you actually be, would you get energy from being out socializing? What's like an introvert and no, an extrovert? No, I, I get energy from you being get, on my so own. So you yeah. from being on your own. own so yeah. you're an introvert. Technically, well, yeah. So am I technically, because I would DJ to like hundreds of people at all these festivals. And I'm like, but I'm actually not talking to them. I'm yeah. not, I'm actually by myself enjoying the music. 
Um, and I think that's where the alcohol came in and like partying because I would, you know, do drugs and I'd be like, what, what is this void feeling? But it's the same with alcohol and it, it, it's off the topic, but it's not. I want to talk to you about sober. I want to try and go a lot more sober in 2024. I just watched a video, some really good information in your YouTube video. I think it's like 12 or 13 minutes yeah, long. Yeah, it's good. I, I love those videos where I just sit down and, and yeah, I can, easy I can to eat, do. I can eat my first meal yeah. and be like, right, Rob, it's not like a, a Scorsese movie. It's <laughs> yeah. I'm going to lose you know, my it, attention. It's kind of like you can just let it play and listen like a podcast. Yeah. But so a, a quick one on you know, partying and going out. I love it. You know, I love yeah. going out. But I'm but so only obsessed. on special occasions. I'm so obsessed with my fitness that wow. I'm, it's one or the other. And I, if I didn't have to the be. gym and fitness, I'd go off the rails. I, I truly would. Yeah. Well, I, that's I'm very sure honest that. of you to say. And it's I did, and the people I was around, they're actually some really good people. But and I'm like, whoa, it's just I'm not a bad person, but I would kind of have bad habits. And I just re read Atomic Habits, the oh, book. Fantastic. I just the highlighter was out. I'm actually, there's not many books I will reread and that's one of them. It's so easy to read as it's well. So easy you know, it's and just like, it's a, it's a maze. It's a must, but would you have any, uh, well, I've, actually there's no need. We can obviously link the video that we're talking about in, in this video on podcast. Cause I think it's so informative. Um, if you weren't doing what you're doing, I don't know if you've ever answered this before. What kind of world would you be in? My dad was a chef in the army. Uh, he was very regimented, mad into fitness, used to run marathons. I haven't fell, fell under the same bracket, but I would, I've always kind of been in fitness. I used to play football. I used to play rugby, played snooker at a really good level. I've never been in like, uh, what's like show physique yeah, and I want to get well, into you, it. You wouldn't want to get that oh, lean, you know? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a happy too, man. That's yeah. bad for you, you know, that, that takes away <laughs> your fitness. But like my dad and my mom are such hardworking people and they gave me such great work ethic. Was it the same for you with your parents? Have you a good relationship? Or are you like, did you get your work ethic from them? And would you have gone down similar career path, paths as them? Or if you weren't doing fitness, or do you know what that would be like? It's funny you mention that. My dad was in the army as well. Okay, yeah, right. And, right. And I so, oh, sorry. I think I might have seen yeah. the uniform something exactly. along the way. Yeah. yeah, I was just with him about an hour ago. Amazing. You know? Yeah, and um, so I went to join the army. I stayed the night in the Kura. Oh I, my god, my dad was in the Kura. Yeah, yeah, and so I came, you know, top ranks in all the fitness tests, like bleep tests kind the, of stuff. Yeah, everything. Yeah, and the three mile runner, whatever it is, the aptitude test. But because my results from school were so bad, no way, they, they were so low. They said we can't. Um, because they send you to college. They send you to like Galway oh, or something. Yeah. They're like, this idiot, is, his results are so low. We can't, we literally can't take him in. If you're in. in a crisis, Rob, could, I'll lift shit, but like, yeah. oh, I don't know where the fucking hell you got. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like they're like, Dudley right oh, yeah. over here. Like, this is the wrong town. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Which is invaded Roscommon. <laughs> hey, so I, I would have, you know, joined the army really. Okay. And so that could have been a path that I went. And if I wanted to do, if I had to like choose something that I would probably do out of choice, I know I kind of do it briefly in and out, but it would probably be something to do with events and PR and marketing. Matt, I think you would be the best like uh, event planner or something. I can imagine. I'm you very organized, you know. Yeah, and I just, if Rob's the man to get it done. Yeah. yeah you just get shit done. Mr. Mo. I get people together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love doing that. And, uh, um, for me, 2024 is going to, well, I, I always think every year should be better. Life isn't like that. We all know shit happens. How do you come back from something or have you got one major setback uh, that, you know, you're like, fuck man, this nearly broke me or this didn't work out well. The people do might know, or has there been a major like 
a big bump in the road for you along the way so far that people haven't had a chance to maybe know or to see they're like because they follow you and see all the wins but is there anything that might be like not juicy but like yeah. something like you know what's this actually was a pretty crap year or covid or has it been pretty much going like this if it has oh, great but no. do you think that's business for me isn't like that it's very much like up and down and you know I'm, i don't post the crappy days but i verbalize and story it and i think i'm very transparent but has there been a big bump in the road for there, Rob? There's been so many and people think like, oh, You're just, sometimes you can just have a bad- DJ Khaled winning uh, all the no, That's yeah, not life. Not, yeah. not the case. Like just one of the scariest moments ever was, you know, one day I'm at home. This is before I moved to Marbella and my mom walked in and she's got a bald head. And she oh, goes, I, I got cancer. She was trying to hide it from me for, for so many months wearing a wig. Oh, she didn't want to tell me. So, you know, people don't know. There's That's just an example of some of the things that goes wow. on behind the scenes. And I was like, it was like seeing a ghost. I got the biggest fright. And so, you know, it's crazy. And then like, you'll, you'll make mistakes. You'll work with the wrong people. You'll lose tens of thousands of euros and you'll make huge mistakes, but you just got to keep on going. Like, you've yeah. no, you've no, what's your choice? No, like seriously, what's your yeah. choice? So when people are like, hey, do I keep going? I'm like, what the fuck else are you going to do? Like seriously. Sit you know, there and oh, like, yeah. All right, you know, have a little cry for, for an hour. Yeah, you're okay little, to feel down. Little, yeah, I, yeah, I often do when shit goes wrong. Have a day, whatever. But what's your other option? You're just going to stay there forever? No. So like, that's just how my mind thinks. I go, I can do you stay. Get, do you get dark days? Like the, I, I'm lucky that I don't suffer with any mental health. I actually suffer with like session depression, they call it. Oh yeah. Well, or, like, everyone, if we all go to that. like, I don't know, if, like EP for the weekend, you're yeah. a broken man well, that, for, for a like week your, afterwards. Your, chemical, your brain chemicals yeah. are gone. <laughs> you're just drained all the fun out and yeah. you're empty. And I would love people to see it because I think you're someone I do look up to. And it's uh, you've got a lot of knowledge to give to people and people mightn't see it. There goes, it's win, win, win. But for me, I actually, I have dark days where I'm like, oh, I just don't feel right. What kind of gives you that, like sometimes putting on some 80s music, the Rocky soundtrack, getting out for, the best thing I've done is going for a hike. Oh. I, I've taken all, nearly all the drugs in the world, actually not all yeah. the drugs in the world, <laughs> a lot of them. And they, you know, they, what goes up must come down. Yes, but for a hike, energy. Borrowed, yeah, you're borrowing, borrowing tomorrow, today's, yeah. hap, tomorrow's happiness today. today and you feel like shit the next day. But a hike for me has been the best medicine. It's something that I want to go into next year. I've seen, uh, what's the ladies book, Ross Purcell's The yeah, Hike Life. Ross's I need great. to get that because it's the hikes in it. I'm dying to do. I've just learned how to learn. I'm 36, yeah. I know. But like how, well, what does get you out of a slump if you get into one? So thankfully, the one of the reasons why, oh. you know, I don't really get like, depressed is because my whole lifestyle is based around feeling good. Okay. So I'm nailing the main things, you know, over and over again. Like anyone listening to this right now, okay, I, I, I challenge you, right? Maybe you do have some serious problems. Of course, and fair every, enough, yeah. that's that. But the majority of your problems can be solved. This is so basic, nope. I don't care. Majority of your problems, if you go have an insane gym session, you make a healthy meal, you sleep for eight hours, you hydrate, you get out in the sun and get out in nature. Watch 80% of your problems disappear. Like that. Like that, and tell, everyone knows that. You yeah, know, and we just don't, yeah, we don't use it. things, yeah. Yeah, well, no, it's, I suppose it's, I'm getting so much amazing information alone, but I also am guilty to, you know, I can't think of this doctor's name. I, I'll link it anyway later, but he gives out all of these. Want to feel better? James Dinicolo. Dr. James. I see you liking his post the whole time. And I see, and I'm like, okay, if this guy is, for, and I always look at, if you want to see positive stuff online, I follow and I only watch, and I've unfollowed anyone that's given me a negative comment, anyone that doesn't support me or anything. 
I encourage people to follow people who bring out the best in them, give out the best advice. I might not always take it, but I actually have the information. I know this. I'm like, wake up, have a pint of water, uh, get out the sunlight first thing in the morning. Yes, yeah, that, that's, that's there, just something I only relearned really about last year, and that that makes a big difference. Is all is all the information? I'm so precious with it. I could definitely do better for next year. Um, not to kind of well, I want to know what is kind of up your sleeve next. Is there a, something that you can tell us, or what's quite something that kind of getting you going for next year? Because when we release this, it will be 2024, yes. and people are going to be like. Oh my God, this is what he said he was going to do and it's happened. What's coming up? So ne- next year is all about me going back to my roots and going all in on YouTube. In recent years, you know, I got half distracted. a million. Yeah, exactly. Get, I need that. Yeah, let's so, go, baby. You know, Follow, yes, subscribe. Exactly. So with the house, you know, building the Marbella Villa, that was a huge distraction. You know, mate, I'm not I'm saying it. that in a good way. Yes. And then there's been other things, you know, setting up the app, setting up fuel cakes, took a lot of time. Big so year. now that everything is set in place, I'm going back to my roots and doing what what is kind of the main thing for me, and that's YouTube. It's not Instagram, okay. it's not TikTok, it's YouTube. That is that's the biggest return for me. Wow, and I mean that's great. What's for anyone that's trying to get big on social or follow? Is there just that's your your DNA, that's where you started, kind of? Yeah, exactly. That, so was Instagram after YouTube? Yeah, because YouTube's the hardest to build. And okay. so the fact that, you know, I've got this channel that's so close to half a million, I'm like, I can't waste that. You know, I need to really utilize that as much as possible. Like, just sitting on gold there, you know, that's that's the way yeah. you can reach so many people and you can change and so many lives. people are watching telly, and, like, I would follow yourself, fuck, that's delicious, Action Bronze, and I find myself watching yeah, food watch videos him. all the time, as you said. And I'm working, that's why I loved all his, when he goes to the gym, you know, like, what's his, yeah, Action Bronze, and I'm like, People who I like to follow, what food is he eating? Some of that makes you feel good. I feel right, and this is a big one, right? How shit do you feel after scrolling TikTok for 20 minutes? You're like, that was killing my brain cells. But then imagine, imagine then you watch like a really informative YouTube video, With a, a positive of- vlog. You're like, oh, I feel amazing. Who? So the comparison between mindless scrolling on TikTok and watch, sitting down and watching some long form on YouTube Night and day. Do you think? So I think the king of the apps. Yeah, there you have it. I feel like nobody really watches telly anymore. It's no. just because they have everything like this, 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 and it's like I don't know who would you recommend. Who would be your top three people to follow? You're definitely in my top. You're probably my top one. That sounds fake, but it's not. <laughs> my top one. I, I wish. You go to show subscribers. Yeah. You're not following me. Yeah, I yeah. am, of course. <laughs> But who would you say to follow? I follow yourself, Action Bronson, Casey Neistat. Yeah. I don't really know too many more. There's other fitness blogs like Shred Bundy and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, was amazing. Man, I lo- I've just seen his content because because of you, I have seen yeah. the difference. I remember him when he had long hair. He's like yeah. the short skin fade kind of thing now. And like the editing looks insane. That's thing. So he, he just people like that you should six follow. months to like just completely revamp his editing and it's paid and off so I'm, much. I'd be very aware of that and stuff. And I'm like, holy shit. But yeah, who would you say to follow or... Anyone that you think they should follow on Instagram or so like that, Dr. James. Yeah, Dinicolo. Yeah, we, Dinicolo. we follow each other. I need to get him on podcast, actually. Yeah. He'd be brilliant. He's like a P- doctor. People in your field, you exactly. think. So yeah. I follow you know, him, for example. Andrew Huberman is great. Lex yeah. Friedman is great. Joe Rogan, of course. Yeah, Go the podcast, the, just the king. Um, so, and then I'll go to like those guys and then I'll just kind of see what guests they have on and I'll go in kind of, you know, a bit of a monkey branch from all them. And okay. so with those like three or four guys, I'll find great people. 
Okay, well, amazing. Um, my kind of last question for you, because it's been an absolute honor. Me and you could talk here for like, th- there'll definitely be a hopefully a part two. The, sun, the sun's going to start coming up yeah, in a minute. <laughs> there'll be customers coming into the shop. Um, for me, my mantra would be uh, dangerous and focused. And where that came from pretty much was like, when I put my mind to something, I can be extremely dangerous. So when I get into this flow state of focus, nothing can touch me and i it's just something that every person that i've done a, a i did a print i've did merch everything like, we this should be like its own thing i think it could be bigger than anything i've done that's why i'm doing the podcast i can see uh, my own book i'm gonna do my own book i actually have it laid out already into the chapters i know how the cover is gonna look what does dangerous and focus mean to you or is there anything that you kind of use your own manager because i know you might have some gold for us so we think of the word dangerous and we think it's a bad thing. It's a great thing. <laughs> okay. No man should be harmless. No man should be weak. No man should be a bitch. You want to be dangerous. So okay. the only way you can get dangerous is when you're focused. So that's why I love it so much. Yeah. You know, when I see that written on the wall. So, you know, get in the zone, get concentrated, get dangerous. That's what it means to me. Wow. Okay. Amazing. Rob, it's been an absolute pleasure. Guys, where can we find you? Obviously, we know. We'll, li- we'll link in the description below, yeah. as Rob says. I don't want to rob your tagline. But where would you like people to go? YouTube first, maybe? Yeah, YouTube first. Just Rob Lipset, uh, you know, L-I-P-S-E-T-T. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, same on, on all platforms. Same username across the board. So that's where you'll find me. Amazing, Rob. It's been my pleasure, man. Thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it so much, Johnny. Legend. Wow. Wow.